Let us do pre-show shot. Pre-show shot. My teeth are... Cheers. To yes. episode 10. This is episode 10. Episode 10. Wow. Yeah. The big one zero. I feel like we should have actually had something more festive. Yeah. <laughs> Rum is fine. Rum is, yeah, it's good enough. I was way more than a shot. But yeah, but yeah, this is our this is our 10th episode. And it's yeah. very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... I can't believe it's 10 already. Yeah, man. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. So, of course, we're talking about something happy today. which is naturally uh, yeah naturally so we're talking about human trafficking and how uh women stay safe in these days in these streets yes um very excited but let me backtrack really quick and do the intro welcome to c3 the podcast where we talk about creators their creations and have great conversations like about human trafficking my name is neeks and i am bax and here we go let's do it episode 10 10, so y'all. before before we go anywhere, I do want you to mull listeners and viewers and Reb. Mm-hmm. I do want you to mull this question over into your in your head before we get into part two after the creator segment. How? What are things that you do consciously and subconsciously to keep yourself safe? Safe, safe, safe. <laughs> First, you'll have to define safe. Uh, you know, <laughs> safety. We we go to places safely. Safely. <laughs> Yeah, I so I guess I'll start with consciously. Uh, I'm I'm naturally just a very anxious person, so I'm consistently vigilant. I mm. and weirdly enough, sometimes I'm also aloof and oblivious to certain things. But I try um, to be very cognizant of my surroundings. And I, when people have like a lack of personal space, mm. I start to get if someone's walking like very like fast behind me, like. I'll even like be as obvious as like going to the side and being like, please, like keep yeah. keep going forward. Like I I hate that. I hate yeah. that so much. I'd rather you walk in front of me. So it's just like small little things like that that I try to be aware of. Subconsciously, I feel to look out for my safety. I don't know. I what how would you define subconsciously being being safe? I don't know. Which is why I you know, as we we were discussing, talking mm-hmm. about this topic, I started thinking about this myself and yeah. like really started to notice that like in the last few years, mm-hmm. my the way I dress changed. I was very much like not about wearing shorts and not about wearing tank tops. I'm a very like heavy chested and heavy assed woman. Like, so I think I just started like subconsciously covering it all up because oh. I didn't. And it still happens no matter what I wear, right. no matter what women wear, we're still yeah. going to get accosted. Yeah. I started noticing that I was doing this because I didn't want people to approach me. Yeah. I didn't want men to talk to me. Right. Um, like, <laughs> like in the a few episodes back when you were like, yeah. I don't want people to talk to me. That's yeah. me in public. Yeah. I don't want you to fucking talk to me. Yeah. Especially being catcalled. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah, those are things that I was like subconsciously doing. Consciously, I do actually check my back seat before I get into my car oh. every single time. Okay. Yeah. But it's not like, I'm not yeah. like in the window like where you at right i'm like yeah it's very much like a passing like yeah oh good there's no strange man back there great right right okay yeah Yeah, no i mean there are definitely like things i guess i would subconsciously do like maybe like i don't know second check uh Mm. the house before i leave locks locks exactly you just hear of too many freak accidents Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like okay you leave the door unlocked for like a few minutes and I still sometimes may do that. But it's like that one moment that the person can use that opportunity to mm-hmm. just intrude and invade your house yeah. and your privacy and steal or, or you know, other things. So Pillage. Pillage. 
yeah <laughs> your home yeah i mean you just hear of way too many stories of of people who who just they make it their mission to you might be staked out and you don't know it uh, you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was actually this is gonna sound so bad but i was actually really paranoid about that um for like a year when i lived with my parents really um yeah we moved to this like new neighborhood it's where they where they are now you know yeah houses mm-hmm. and uh like <laughs> This the house across the street got busted for having like a meth lab in the garage. Oh, and for those of you listening, like my parents live in a very yeah. uppity, nice neighborhood. Yeah, I'm not trying to brag, but like yeah. it was, it was, it's yeah. like if I had to describe it to you, it's like where old a, white people a, go to retire. Yeah, it's an affluent area. Yeah, yeah. And so like we didn't think there'd be a fucking meth lab. Thanks, Daniel, who <laughs> I went to school with, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you knew. Yeah, but I didn't know he was doing a meth lab. Wow. I would have reported it myself. But <laughs> where is he now? Is he probably in jail? I don't know where he is. Still in jail? He used to be like hot too. That's a shame. Oh yeah, that's so, just a number on your face. Yeah, it does. Body and and your teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, meth yeah, yeah. teeth. Ugh, Ooh, not kissing that. No. But <laughs> but no, like that that happened, and like for a whole year after that, I was about I was about sixteen when this happened. I was like so paranoid. I was like looking out the window at all times of the day, mm-hmm. like. I would be doing my homework near the window, like, mm-hmm. oh, strange car walked by or drove by. Oh, who's that new man? What's yeah. his dog? Yeah, like- <laughs> it's, it reminds me of um, like Disturbia in yeah that mm-hmm. movie where he's on house arrest and mm-hmm. he has like no other thing to do but just to like memorize his neighbor's schedule. Of course, that's when he starts to realize that his next door neighbor is completely psycho. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's. There, there are times where, I mean, you should actually start paying attention. Yeah. The reason we're having this conversation is because human trafficking and abductions have been in the light a lot recently. Oh. And there are people like Jeanette. Um, I forgot her last name, but she recently went to Twitter and Instagram with her story. And it's scary as fuck. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about, um, you know, what it feels like to be a woman dealing with this stuff, knowing that like... Yeah anybody could be trying to human traffic you into servitude mm-hmm. um we're gonna talk about steps that you can take to not get trafficked so yeah <laughs> it's a good time yes it's always a good time to good discuss time. that it never seems to die off no yeah no. unfortunately and unfortunately and the, the sad fact is in the last 10 years um human traffic king numbers and survivors mm. let me say this have gone up in the last 10 years it's gone up about um i believe the number was 58 percent okay so while the number of survivors are is also increasing um the number of abductees is also increasing mm. so cash 22 cash 22 cash yeah. 22 but it does mean that organizations are working double time to help people um which is really great and in the show notes we will have a lot of different organizations that you can check out um and kits that you can order in the event you feel uh that you want to help a survivor of human yeah. trafficking uh, so it'll be super exciting yeah yeah so after yeah. this quick break We'll be back with the second part of this podcast. This is where a sponsored ad would go. If we had any. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of our episodes, please reach out to C3 Podcast by emailing us at c3podcastcreative at gmail.com. Here's the thing that we should definitely dive into about uh, human trafficking, mm. which is a bunch of different reasons for it. It's not just sexual slavery. It's not just one thing. I'm going to have a few interesting facts for us to read through. So actually, uh, Reb was already up on this. She was already up on the different reasons for human trafficking. So I'm going to let you explain them. Okay. Um, Yeah. So like you were saying, it's not always uh, regarding sex. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, a lot of it is is um, labor exploitation. Yep. Um, people forced to. One of the examples I read was to work, you know, on a farm or yep. um, as you know, slaves. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like you would think in 2019, nearly 2020, we're above that, but we're not. So yeah, I mean, th- those were mainly uh, the distinctions mm-hmm. that I was that I read upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also I think we were discussing this earlier. Um, organ stealing, stealing oh, yeah, organs. organ harvesting. Yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. And we were like, we must be sheltered because we didn't know that shit was real. Yeah. Um, you 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 always just think like, oh man, thank God it's a movie, and it's like somewhere mm-hmm. out there, it's probably just it's happening. Yeah. It's, or it's already happened. Sure. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> yeah. lost their kidney. Yeah. Or other organs that we have in our bodies that. Yeah. That we all know about. Yes. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I once lost my gallbladder, everyone. Oh, yeah. yes. But that was by choice. That was by choice. Yes. I didn't have it stolen. Yeah. <laughs> you consented. <laughs> uh, I feel like the rum is it is what fucks me up the most. Like, tequila is fine, but the rum so fucks funny. me up. I, I think it should be rum every time. No. <laughs> like, I am so warm right now. <laughs> I'm so warm. Oh my god. Okay, I can make it. So yeah, besides so commercial sex, labor, um mm-hmm. just labor in poor conditions and organ harvesting are the top 3 reasons for human trafficking mm-hmm. um in this day and age. Now, that being said, there are plenty of other reasons for human trafficking as well, and there are plenty of resources where you can see like for yourself the uh the impact and why human trafficking is such a big industry. Mm-hmm. It's a I believe I read 113 billion dollar industry. In 2019, people still buying humans. Wow. Yeah, think about that. That's really insane. That's... What are we doing? Yeah, (laughs) like, you can purchase a human. Yeah, (laughs) you can. That just, that statement is is just ridiculous. Yeah. But it's it's rampant. Yeah. In, In many places. It is. And I think a lot of people think that it's only in like developing nations where this is happening Mm -hmm. it's not the united states is rife with human trafficking um and we'll get into more of that later when we get into like our personal stuff personal experiences but um let's get into these facts so a few facts that i found uh about human trafficking specifically in the united states are Mm -hmm. one it doesn't just happen somewhere else so as we said it doesn't just happen overseas it's happening right here yeah u.s soil yep Two Americans. Even in your backyard. Even in your backyard. Yeah. Even, I mean, all these cases of kidnapped girls, it makes me really sad because I'm like, either they're dead or they're sold into human trafficking. And, and, I mean, there's, you know, the story of what happened with, uh, what was her name, Amanda Knox? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going to Italy. Um, I mean, they've made movies about it, Mm -hmm. like Taken. Yeah. So it's it's very... um, Who's the other one? Um, Emily Smart. Emily Smart. Yes. And then I, I forget that there was another one because she didn't make it out alive. She oh. was in Jamaica, I think. Oh. Yeah. With um, her, her class. I do not recall the name yeah, of that young lady. I, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's totally escaped me. But basically going to and, – and obviously when you go to a foreign country, people are aware that – you are a tourist right. so they're going to take advantage of that fact so it's it's scary yeah. like it's it's super super scary so you know people girls are highly targeted yeah especially if you know they're alone or mm-hmm. if it's just even like a small group of them yeah 
Mm-hmm. And um, there was recently there was one. Uh, two women went overseas. I forgot where they went, but their luggage made it to the airport. Okay. They did not. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's I believe that's still going on. I really need to check it. Um, but yeah, that's a good example of that. Just, mm-hmm. What what place was that? I had or... I cannot remember. I believe it was in Europe. Okay. But basically, yeah, their their family and friends called the airport, and the airport was like, "Yeah, we have their luggage right here." Um, they never checked in though. They never boarded the plane. So obviously, they're trying to you know they contacted the U.S. embassy and mm-hmm. like they're going through all the steps. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's scary as fuck. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, since we mentioned women specifically, yeah. um, it's more than just young women who are victims of sex trafficking. Everybody is targeted by hum- uh, human trafficking. So while women may be the targets for specifically sex trafficking, yeah, keep in mind that men, young man, old man, uh, they are being targeted for exploitation of labor, yeah. organ harvesting. Again, when you see these movies where people wake up in a bathtub full of ice, like that shit's real. Yeah. And they're missing their kidneys. That's so scary. It's, yeah. I cannot imagine. <coughs> Shut up, Red. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, it's about power and control. So it's literally all about that. So when, so a lot of people think that when you get human sex trafficked, I don't mm-hmm. think that's the proper term. You're, people expect you to be like offshored, you know, like you're, yeah. you're put on a plane, flown to somewhere else. A lot of times that's not the case. Right. When you get abducted, what typically happens is they'll just keep you in like a different location mm-hmm. and tell you that there's no hope for you to get out, right. especially if you're a child mm-hmm. and you're like, where's mommy and daddy? Oh, mommy and daddy can't help you now. <laughs> yeah. So you get brainwashed. Yeah, at that point. exactly. Stockholder. Stockholder. Stock. You're close. You're close. Stockholm. Stockholm. Syndrome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You're close. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> that was really embarrassing for me and I'm sure for you. No, no. <laughs> We're here to learn. And if we have to learn how to speak words, that's a learning I had rum. (laughs) That rum hits, though. Like, I don't don't know how to explain. Yeah. Maybe I just need need to drink more. That's what I'm learning. Clearly. Clearly. I've been telling you this all this time. I can't because I get naked. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we get viewers. Talking about sexploitation. Oh, no. (laughs) There it is right there. We really should be making light of this. Like, no, we this is not our intention whatsoever. <clears throat> you know us. We get, like, a little silly. Um, but this is very, very much uh, a genuinely uh, – it's a very serious subject. It's very serious. Yeah. We, we just happen to be drunk. Yeah. We, we just, <laughs> you know, we like to throw in a little bit of comic relief here yes. and there. Because, goddamn, like, this is depressing. I know. Ugh. It's uh, But it's very real. And yeah. it, it happens. So – it happens. What's the next uh, fact? Number four. Uh, Americans are the largest producers of pornography in the world, but we're also the largest consumers of pornography in the world. And wow. Because Double of this. Whammy. Exactly. Because of this consumption and producing, um, we are the, we're also the, the country with the largest, like, human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, both in and out. Yeah. No pun and intended. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it makes people i think people really view human trafficking as like a third world thing mm-hmm. no a lot of it's perpetuated because of the united states and our consumption and production of pornography yeah that being said i'm 100 percent pro porn i want everyone to know this right now cheers because porn is often the educational resource mm-hmm. for adults who did not get a proper sex ed- education mm-hmm 
Still. So what what are your thoughts on on cuz you say pornography does facilitate this uh, um you know this issue mm. of human trafficking. So the the way that I was explained to it and how I read it is that because people are engaging in porn uh whether producing it or consuming it those consuming it who have the the capital to do so will often buy a person you know mm-hmm. they'll engage in these acts that uh facilitate sex exploitation mm-hmm. um so really i don't think this is a fault of pornography itself okay i think this is a fault of people who engage in taboo things okay. so if you have a, a fantasy or a fetish that is just disgusting um like god forbid uh you're really into you know kids if you are and you're listening to this i fucking hope you die um (laughs) true like i don't have any qualms saying that sorry but (laughs) um you know if that's how usually they'll get their kicks they'll go to someone who's peddling a child Mm -hmm. prostitute yep and they'll engage in acts with that okay Um, and the child i hate saying this child prostitution is Mm -hmm. usually the 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 most the, the highest uh human trafficking yeah source that's... uh res- resource mm-hmm. because children are easy to pick up they're easy to brainwash they're easy to manipulate yep um and yeah they're so they're fresh yeah as fucked up as that is yeah. but that's i mean that's why they're so i guess sought out yep and yeah. it's gross it's but yeah it's horrible. things like that or like if you have a fetish for um like extreme brutalization Mm-hmm. excuse me there are pimps and people who traffic humans that'll allow you to you know beat the fuck out of one of their charges wow yeah so mm-hmm. and i shouldn't say charges it's their victims and mm-hmm. so that's usually how pornography feeds into mm-hmm. the human trafficking i um, see yeah thing. there's there's a lot of different genres of of pornography that mm-hmm. i've heard that that teeter on this line of very like slasher questionable yeah, yeah exactly like just very gory mm-hmm. like sex gore mm-hmm. basically that that's what people want mm-hmm. um yeah and they and like you were saying they they want to act on that yeah mm-hmm. so you find you know some shady pimp in a yeah. corner yep and then that's yep. all she wrote um i recently learned learned about vor vor i yeah. have heard of that i yeah. hadn't for like the longest time in my life and now i know what it is and i'm horrified isn't it it's it has to do with like almost like cannibalism oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah that's that's what i thought yeah if i'm getting it right it's either the act of like eating something whole or being eaten whole i don't know yeah. which one it is but mm-hmm. it involves cons- consumption yeah um which is disgusting but <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kink shame i'm not gonna ring the kink alarm bell Y'all know you're nasty. <laughs> I don't have to say it. There's uh, some limitations. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, I would like to keep my my nose. <laughs> like, if that's what gets your rocks off. Like, I, I love eating know. noses. Well, you know, there was a YouTube channel that got, like, in a lot of trouble because they were basically doing content for Vor fetishes. Maybe that's where I first saw it. Oh, maybe. That could have been. I don't know if they were doing it, like, animation style or no it was like a reptile channel oh no oh okay it was another one another <laughs> there's a lot of you there, out there apparently there are a lot of them out there oh my god and the last one it isn't just male strangers who are perpetrators this one's so important because um there's there was like a string of articles where it was like these women who would like stalk you in the supermarket 
and they'd be like, can you help me get my groceries to the car? Like, they'd be really frail acting. Okay. And then when you go to their car, like, two dudes would jump out and shove you in their van. Ah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad. But for me, like, now I'm so wary of those people that come up to you and you're like, and they're like, do you want to um, go to my religious congregation? First of all, I'm not really religious anyway. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't work on me. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll literally be like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. If I see you following me again, I'm calling the police. Like, I'm so mean about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm, I'm sure they stop at that point because some of them are pretty insistent. No one fucks with me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm really nice. Yeah. I, people listening, I I swear to you I'm a really nice person, but I don't let you make fuck on me and I don't yeah. want to make fuck on anybody else. So just leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I yeah. No, I mean like when people approach me like that, I I get super like antsy. I mm-hmm. I like I say I get super on edge when someone is near and around my personal space. They mm-hmm. probably have no self-realization like they're probably not aware that they're doing it but like i just i don't i don't like it when people are like so close to me that's sad because i'm always in reps personal space (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like (laughs) take me wife there are certain exceptions certain exceptions yes okay i mean it's a simple request but a lot of people don't honor it yeah yeah well we're we're a culture that has like glorified you know things like hugs and handshakes and stuff like that so right and yeah. then and you know it should be understood that that's through people you know yeah um or you're you've been prefaced to meet in some mm. sort of way so when someone out of nowhere comes up and they they might not have any malicious intent but it's like their thing to just be like very like touchy and close and i i just i don't fuck with that at yeah all. no i feel that yeah because they could be human traffickers yeah <laughs> like after, essentially yeah but like after doing the research for this i'm like really really like side-eyeing a bunch of people in public now like, yeah what are you right. doing there <laughs> yeah i mean you don't know i wonder uh what a stat is for that you know it's like um you've uh walked by at least like one or two like serial killers in your entire life at some point i hate that statistic because i I know know it's true i know you know it's true yeah it's so freaky but i'm just like they didn't get me this day yeah like (laughs) well i came out victorious at least for now (laughs) no no promises about tomorrow no promises about tomorrow for reals but yeah i mean the point of that last point guys was that it's not just strange men that you have to worry about it's strange people Yes. In general, that you have to worry about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, make friends. Make friends, I guess. Yeah. Travel in packs. <laughs> Travel in packs. And that's a rule that you'll come across a lot when you're looking at, like, how to avoid being trafficked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can always, I don't know if you ever have felt this, but you can almost sense a situation that would have been something if you were by yourself. Mm. But because you were with a group of people, mm. it didn't happen. Have you ever felt that way? No, because I'm the instigator in my group. Oh, <laughs> so it's like whether you're by yourself or in a group, you're still going to yeah. like not be fucked with I will, whatsoever. Well, it's either like, okay, because I think you've seen me do this. Maybe like in my younger days, I've calmed down a lot because um, someone will come over like to the group and be like, start a fight. And I'll be like, yeah, fucking start a fight, man. Do it. I want you to. I want you to swing first, cuz. 
back to all those facts we just said yes right now how do you feel like about how you go through your day like how do you feel about your safety on any given day uh generally pretty pretty fine mm-hmm. um i'm almost always in like a public area so mm-hmm. if something were to happen at least three people will see it there'll be witnesses there do you feel um, like they would help though uh, that's a really good question. It's like nowadays, um, I, you know, I feel like if I were to be like abducted and if I was screaming for help, mm-hmm. people wouldn't just kind of walk idly by. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I, I honestly, like I, I would like to think that, um, people wouldn't just want to keep going and minding their own business. But I, I mean, then again, people don't want to step in a mess. Mm-hmm. So, you yep. which is sad. Um, yeah. because that person could be the difference between that person getting abducted and not getting abducted. It's Yeah, that's very true. It's very frequent. It's on frequent occasions where adults will see a child walk off and not do anything, which is often how children end up going missing. I'm guilty of that as a child long ago. Yeah. Um, but um, I've also, I'm also one of those people that because knowing this and because I worked with children for so long, mm-hmm. if I see a child by themselves, I will go out of my way to be like, whose child is this? Yeah. Whomst? little jimmy who's your mother use the the grocery store's intercom and just make an announcement i've done that before (laughs) like i'm totally that nosy i'm just like hey i found this fucking kid yeah it's about four i don't want it following me anymore (laughs) so please come claim him or her thanks it (laughs) can it i'm i don't know what they identify as they won't tell me (laughs) you're strange beings hello do you have a name yes okay (laughs) i will proceed to call you it very good very good child. Yes. I shall call you Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's very, because I know that I was one of those kids to just like wander off. So I get it when kids do it. Mm. But nowadays with the, the, especially in the area that we live in where there's so many people, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't sit by while kids just walk by me anymore. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. So that's just like a personal thing for me. Yeah. No, I mean, a bunch of sense. I don't think I've ever seen a child like on their own. I've mm-hmm. maybe seen them wander like just kind of wander off a little from Mm. where their parents are but their parents aren't looking and that's as much time as it needs to take to just swoop a kid yeah and they're gone yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so i i get that too and i get a lot of people don't want to like be all up in that kid's business (laughs) right right and you don't want to look weird i mean it's much easier for women Mm -hmm. to approach a child and say hey are you lost Mm -hmm. whereas if a man does it a grown man they're like hey, are you lost? And it's a lot different. That's stranger danger right yeah, there. Yeah, that's stranger danger <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And we, yeah. that's such a good point because we are taught that, especially as little girls, yeah. don't talk to strange men. Yeah. Yeah. So, if, you, if you're if you lost or whatever, go mm-hmm. up to, my parents would always say that. They'd tell me to always go up to mm-hmm. a female. Yep. Yeah. So that's such a, that's such a great point. And mm-hmm. it is, as we stated before, it can be a woman that's the child abductor. That's true. Because they know, they know that a child will trust them. Yep. And uh, which is why if I have children, I'll be teaching them to trust no bitch. <laughs> trust no bitch. Trust no bitch, little Jimmy. That's so funny. You can find mommy and that's it. <laughs> or you could give anyone, um, Tim told me this when he was little, and he said it wasn't anything unique or exclusive his parents uh, came up with, but it was to give uh, someone else who would come pick him up from school, like a mm-hmm. code word. Like oh. if he, uh, if he wasn't sure who was going to come get him that day and someone, um, came through mm-hmm. 
and they said, hey, I'm here to get you, he would ask them what the, the password or code word would be. And That's they would, so fun. Yeah, yeah. So that way it's it's safety. Um, you know, it's like a fun little game, but at the same mm-hmm. time just being – super Super cautious yeah super safe yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good system yeah take note parents listening to the podcast see tim tim had it right yeah my parents had it way wrong (laughs) they were like you kick somebody in the balls and run yes (laughs) (laughs) ma'am so my violent inclinations now as an adult make sense yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) they have not led you astray they really haven't my parents were like if you need to kill someone do it like yep. we'll bail you out later. Self defense. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> right? What what is wrong with that? I see nothing wrong. Yeah, I I mean you have to do what you have to do in order to ensure you're safe. Yeah. So, were your were your parents kind of the the ask somebody for help? They they yeah I mean they they were and I I too I would wander off a mm. few times you know just because I was careless as as a child i mean all kids are yeah but um you know i don't really what i i think they they did stress like Mm. don't don't like just go up to anyone yeah um like mind your surroundings be cautious be vigilant Mm -hmm. um so they always stress that yeah constantly that's good yeah that's that's even level (laughs) like thames was like let's make it a game your parents were like okay here's safety yeah my parents were like kill (laughs) them yeah i mean i i could actually i'd i'd be curious to ask my parents that again because maybe even at some point um i think uh my parents said they would have been more on the line same lines as your parents and say if you feel like you need to uh you know do something to defend yourself do it yeah so I think that's hard to tell little girls sometimes. Yeah. Because one, especially with our parents and their generation, right. know, a, a woman is supposed to be dainty and yeah. soft. Demure. Demure. But I think now, I think a lot of people are realizing that a woman can't just be that. And mm. you shouldn't have to just be that anyway. I think I'm very demure. 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 <laughs> but also, I'll cut a bitch. Yeah. I'm fine with you that. You can be both. <laughs> you can be both. Um, I think that I'm an asset to my friends who are more inclined to justice and peace. I'm inclined to chaos and violence. When it comes to like rules of engagement and as to not get abducted, right? How do you feel about all these rules being targeted to women mainly? Because for me, it 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 doesn't piss me off. I mm-hmm. won't say that, but it doesn't make me feel uneasy because. You know, don't wear this. Don't walk alone. Yeah. Don't do this at night. It's it's unfortunately sad but true. Mm-hmm. Just because women are are perceived targeted. and um, yeah targeted as as weaker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know you have to feel like sometimes you need to cover up more than you should. Mm-hmm. If you happen to walk by an area that's you know you you feel or know is sort of unsafe, mm-hmm. or you're gonna get catcalled and god knows what else mm-hmm. um yeah i mean that that's scary it is. so it's it's like you know those those sorts of facts exist because it's for a reason yeah um and hopefully that can change at some point yeah i think we're making strides for sure um you know there there are certainly many pieces to that puzzle but you know women women you know are are becoming um more i i I think a lot of times there was actually this one video i remember seeing where a guy 
attacked a, a girl, but she knew jujitsu and she mm. completely like put him on his ass. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just like knowing knowing what you can do to defend yourself. And like you were saying, it's more unless you are like so fucking trained and knowing how to put someone down, um, you know, you should run. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. just run just run <laughs> like, like that that's a good point because i really want to stress that yes women have come so far in the way of advocating for themselves mm-hmm. advocating for the entirety of women you know finding strength and womanhood that's so beautiful to see especially as we grow up into this kind of culture of womanhood that i don't think that our even our mothers had mm-hmm. i think that's so beautiful but i think that it also means realizing that there's still a lot of uh there's a variety of issues plaguing women as a whole Mm -hmm. and when it comes to this specific thing human trafficking it's important for us to realize that yes there are certain things that we can do to keep ourselves safer and no they may not be fair but instead of saying like oh just teach men not to rape we should be doing that that's good Mm -hmm. but sane men the ones who are not abducting women are already they already know abducting women is bad so we're talking to a group of men that has already decided that abducting women for their own gain is okay mm-hmm. so we we have to realize yeah. what audience we're saying that to yeah um i'm totally down for still saying teach men not to rape because you should do that anyway mm-hmm. if you have sons if you have daughters teach them not to sexually harass men either but i think that we're just in a weird place where although saying like uh don't walk alone at night as a woman you don't want to hear it because yeah. I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want, right? Yeah. However, me doing whatever the fuck I want and walking at midnight by myself mm-hmm. could get my ass abducted. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. So it's it's like one of those things that you want to fight what's what's happening. You want to be able to prove it wrong, but mm-hmm. you don't want to put yourself um, in a, in a in hazardous yeah. Yeah, hazard situation. Exactly. So I, I, I hate all the rules and how they pertain to women specifically almost. Mm-hmm. However, there are things that we all do to keep ourselves out of trouble. Yeah. I think if you're, if you get attacked at night, you didn't deserve that. But if you get attacked at midnight because you were by yourself and in a bad area, mm-hmm. you made some choices, you yeah. know, let's, let's own our choices. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, like, yeah, there's a lot we can be doing to fight specifically human trafficking and sex trafficking as an organization, as a $113 billion organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have a lot of those resources put down below the show notes. Along with some of the the resources that we found while we were searching for articles to pull from. Yeah, this this was a... I mean, I love this episode. I do. I think I'm yep. going to love editing it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's sobering because we, we are both women. I would have loved yep. to maybe get a man's perspective. Yeah. Because um, I know that they often feel attacked when women are like... Yeah. You know... Yeah. Stop abducting us. Well, if you're not abducting us, like, don't worry the fuck about it. Right. Like, <laughs> so, like if the shoe doesn't fit, then don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Don't don't howl yeah um i think at some point we could circle back and and kind of touch back on this conversation or this topic and uh have have um a male we could yeah you know chime in and kind of give their perspective for sure yeah and you know when it uh just to like circle back um to the the man component of this conversation um while it is men who are not typically sold into sex slavery. Mm-hmm. It is men who are typically abducted for organ harvesting. So mm-hmm. men, it, it would behoove you to also uh, make sure you're not in sticky situations, lest you wish to lose various organs. Interesting. I didn't know that. Why is it men more targeted for that? 
Um, I don't actually know. I didn't look into it so much because I did want to focus on women's safety since that was like the the perspective in which I could mm-hmm. speak from. Um, and also like it's been like five different accounts of people getting almost abducted in Ubers and Lyfts yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this week, this week, keep that in mind this mm-hmm. week. And that's just the ones that uh, managed to get out and tell their story to Twitter and or Instagram, yeah. which is where I live. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's why I didn't really look too much into organ harvesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll do some, some digging. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, I think everyone should know some resources. I didn't quite find a cohesive list of things to do if you felt like someone was being trafficked. Okay. Um, Because the one thing you should not do is like confront their pimp or their handler. Okay. Or whatever. You yeah. should not do that. I'm sure it's a very precarious situation. Yeah, for sure. Ha- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that was like the one thing I couldn't get a straight answer for. But again, there are plenty of organizations that people can contact and mm. those organizations, I guess, will help right. you. That's um, true. See ya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's been very, very uh, informative as, you know, we always try to make it for you guys. Um, but if if you have any stories of yours, personal testimonies that you'd want to share, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Let us know. Um, we would love to hear what your thoughts and perspectives are on the issue. So, yeah, holler mm-hmm. at us. Holler. Holler. Back in 2000. Holler. <laughs> uh, but no. So, yeah, this has been a great episode. Thank you guys for listening slash watching, depending mm-hmm. on where you're viewing slash listening. Wow. And viewing slash listening <laughs> and or both. And or both and doing both. Um, so, yeah, you can always catch the C3 podcast on various social networks um, on Facebook at C3 Podcast Creative on Twitter and Instagram at C3 Podcast underscore. The underscore is very important yes. please do not go follow the wrong podcast because you will if you forget the underscore um <laughs> we're the orange one the orange <laughs> one That's true. Uh, if you guys are listening on itunes or spotify please give us a rating um we love to see you guys do the ratings and give us a good five star yeah. Or even four star, but don't give us three star. That's mean. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> that's rude. Why would you even listen if it's three star? At least give us an explanation as to why. Yeah, then we can fix it. We can but... fucking fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. You want to do this? Do it. Uh, yeah. You can follow me personally um, at Nika Marie Actress on Instagram. It's Nixia on Twitter and um, Nika Marie E N T on Facebook. Yep. And you can follow me on Instagram at Bex underscore model and on Twitter at Bex C3 podcast. No, you can't. I guess you can. <laughs> <laughs> I lied to everyone. I'm trying to network here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please network. Network for her. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.